Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. before we sleep. Lawman is putting into my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're gonna unleash hell here in December. Oh mama, I can hear you crying, you're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. Who's going to make it? Who's not going to make it? I can't wait. 
you're darn skippy about that. And uh, yes, I have central air, but recently I've been doing for audio's sake before we change formats and uh, we are going to be changing formats in a few weeks. Um, and we'll, there'll be more about that in the weeks to come. But uh, just for audio's sake, I'm hanging out in my car. Air's on. I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm looking at a blue sky right now. I, I tell you what, I love it. And you know what else I love? Being a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com and the best group of fans out there. Um, very knowledgeable fans, fantastic fans. And if you're joining us, we are glad that you are, and thank you very much. Our call-in number, as always, is 347-850-8581. We would love to hear from you. So, Tony, with that being said, 24 days, and we're looking at training camp. You can't beat that. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And the news right now, the news on the Steelers' front is really quiet. And that's also a good thing. The only news that you're hearing out of the Steelers right now, it seems like just a bunch of people holding hands and singing Kumbaya, Tony. That's the good feeling that I'm getting from this team. Do you agree? Yeah, I've had that feeling for for a while now. I've been impressed. A couple months, first two or three months of 2019, the offseason were quite tumultuous, as we both know, and – uh, they've really rebounded from that and are, they seem to be closer than ever. Of course, you know, it remains to be seen if that all, if that all, but as of right now, there's, they seem to be preparing for the training camp with uh, a positive mindset, the best mindset we could have possibly asked for. Well, you know what, at the beginning of the year, I was, uh, I was suffering PTSD and, uh, and the reason being is because you mentioned tumultuous. My first marriage was very tumultuous, and that doesn't even hold a candle to what was going on in the first couple of months of 2019 for the Pittsburgh Steelers. We had Life was awesome in that marriage compared to what was going on here. The ugly divorces with uh, most notably um, Mr. Big Chest and Antonio Brown. Um, now I'm feeling kumbaya because I am been remarried for the last 12 years. I'm feeling great, and uh, that's the way I feel like the Steelers are. They have a team first attitude. They um, they're they're feeling like they're united, and that's what you want out of this team. And the fact that there's no news is good news. Um, we're hearing nothing. We're hearing nothing about injuries right now. Knock on. Um, fake laminated wood in my car. And, um, but with that being said, part of me is waiting for the other shoe to drop. And the other part of me is thinking maybe they turned a corner. Do you feel like this whole organization was so done with what happened and they have like, it's like a light bulb that has come on and they feel that they are best when they work as a unit. Do you feel that they have that feeling, Tony? Oh yeah, I mean they've they've talked about it a lot about how they shouldn't be talking so much, and, and that was a big part of their problem in recent seasons and recent off seasons. Too many quotes, too many things that could be taken and and blown out of proportion. Uh, too much activity and you know off the field that wasn't uh, very popular, and and 
the 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 way they've drafted the past several off you know seasons with you know bringing guys in like T.J. Watt, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner, just high character guys. I think I think it's going to naturally and organically you know evolve, and and it's going to be a completely different locker room. Maybe one similar to to, to the one that they had in the, in the OOS whenever winning championships and going to the Super Bowl every other year. So. You know, we'll see if that happens. But as far as the the, the atmosphere and the leadership, you know, like the character of the team is definitely. It seems like it's it's, it's taken a, a on a like a it's gone in a, in a positive direction. Okay, Tony, we'd like to do fact or fiction sometimes here. I'm going to throw fact or fiction out at you with a bold statement that uh, you can answer in your own way, and it's going to be simply this. Fact or fiction, sometimes when you have a situation that you draft high-character guys is more risky than taking a risk on a low-character player. Fact or fiction? I think, it's, I think that's, that's fiction because I think when people – they, when they think high-character, they, 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 for some reason they automatically assume – uh, their talent level is going to be less, but I mean, there are so many great guys in the NFL. I mean, for every for every knucklehead, you know, in the NFL, there's there's dozens of great and, and super talented football players who are also great off the field and, and and you know, never get in trouble, never never do anything to to embarrass the fans or embarrass the the coach or anything. So yeah, I think I think that's fiction. I think you know, just because you're a high character guy doesn't mean you can't be a great a great uh, superstar football player. Okay, Tony, I'm going to put you on the spot because we have not discussed this beforehand. Name three low-character guys currently on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. Three low-character guys. Um, I mean, this isn't this isn't my Steelers bias, but I can't really think of three guys that that are low-character. You know, I I have a trouble. I have trouble doing so as well. Um, I really don't see any low-character guys on this team. Um, the only guys that I could think of um, that anybody wants off the team is basically for performance, and that's it. Right. Because one of the main guys that they want off the team because their performance is Artie Burns. Artie Burns is a high-character guy. And you could say that, you know, you – I mean, you could say that, okay, there's a high-character guy that didn't work out. But for every Artie Burns that has not worked out at this point, I could give you a T.J. Watt, a James Conner, a Juju Smith-Schuster, a Terrell Edmonds. Now, a lot of people, I mean, some people are a little down on on Edmonds right now because of his rookie year, but I don't think – I'm one of the few that really didn't think that – Terrell Edmonds had a bad rookie year. I thought he had a rookie year. And uh, that there's a lot of growth and potential with a player like that. So um, that's something that, that that I think that he's a high-character guy with pretty much the most snaps besides Sean Davis on that entire defense in 2018. And that's, that's a guy that can only build on that performance. So I'm I'm really not uh, buying anything that any, anybody's saying about that guy having poor poor performance. But you going going back to it, I mean, 
the only low character guy that anybody can that anybody could accuse the Steeler player of being is maybe Ben Roethlisberger for some of the things that happened way back when, and some of the accusations, the alleged um, the alleged crimes that I'm going to say alleged because he was never convicted of, and that's always a very unpopular thing to say, but uh, he's the only one. But if you look at his body of work off of the field the last 10 years or 12 years, he's been a model citizen. So um, I really don't even think you can accuse him either. But if I have to play devil's advocate and I'm talking to a, a fan of any other team in the league that does not know what we know, they might, they might throw him out. So um, with that being said, I feel Ben Roethlisberger is a high-character guy, and I'm going to speak for you. I'm pretty sure you feel the same way, Tony. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, you know, everybody deserves a chance, and, and, and he, he got that second chance. He, almost, he was almost traded from the Steelers, at, you know, and he was suspended in 2010, and he's, he's, he's a family man. He's been a model citizen ever, ever since. And as far as going to be that way just like if you talk to a Steeler fan you said Ray Lewis what's the first thing they're going to say they're going to talk about you know what happened in 2000 or 1999 being on trial for 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 double murder and and and, and ultimately uh, being found guilty of uh, obstruction of justice so he's always going to be in, in so many fans eyes he's going to be linked to that and Ben could be what he was linked to so we're going to change. All you can do is move forward, and Big Ben has done a great job of moving forward, and he's he's a he's a model citizen now. So that's all you can do is is let go of the past and, and move forward if you choose to do so. Plus, you know what state I live in, don't you, Tony? Mm-hmm. You know I the state that, that I live in, don't you? Oh, you yeah, know Maryland. what state oh. I live in. Absolutely. So I hear, I hear the uh, there's purple Kool Aid everywhere here, even though there are a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers fans in this area. Um, a lot of them, when the Colts uh, left town in the Mayflower truck in uh, on March 31st of 1984, they uh, a lot of people were really upset. I was not living in Maryland. I was living in Western Pennsylvania at the time when that happened, but. Um, people were upset so they a lot of those fans moved to the Pittsburgh Steelers um and they they moved to the Washington Redskins at that time too and that was a perfect time to go to both teams um because the Steelers were um ended up in the uh ended up in the AFC championship game a year later and you had the Redskins that just came off of a Super Bowl victory and a loss in the Super Bowl as well in um just two months before that. So those were two hot teams. So that's where a lot of the uh, loyalties went to. Um, so a lot of the, uh, a lot of them did not go back when uh, purple and black came to town back in uh, 1996. Um, so with that being said, there's a, uh, it's really interesting in the town that I live in, there's more Steeler bars than there are Ravens or Redskins combined. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, uh, Pittsburgh fan loyalty, Pittsburgh loyalty in the state of Maryland. And so I see a lot of that and it's something very interesting too. We were talking about Ben Roethlisberger and a lot of things that he does. 
I live probably about an hour and 15 from M&T Bank Stadium. I live about 315 from Heinz Field. And the town I, I live in, the uh, police department has two Ben Roethlisberger paid for and trained police dogs. So I think that's, uh, that's uh, a testament to how far his reach is and some of the things that he does. So I kind of think that's fantastic as well, Tony. Um, but with that being said, here's the big question. And the big question that we need to ask is, can this kumbaya feeling continue in 2019? Once camp starts, you're in the sweltering heat of Latrobe, and you've, uh, you have uh, offense going up against defense, and tempers could possibly flare. Do you think at that point that kumbaya ends? Well, yeah. I mean – you know, I think it's only natural that you're going to have a few scuffles during training camp. Like you said, it's going to be 90-some degrees. Because since last training camp, and, you know, these are competitors. I mean, these are competitors, and, and they live for this stuff. And, and it's only natural for for somebody to get overly competitive. And, and, and uh, But as long as it doesn't turn into a big brawl like they had in 2000 in the locker room with, players throwing chairs and you know as long as it doesn't turn to that i think i think you know you can move past a, a little scuffle during training camp so i think you can you can continue that and i think it, it could it could bring them even closer because it's it you could build respect for one another by being by being that competitive and, and then getting past it and 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I think uh, you dropped out there just a tad there, Tony. But uh, I definitely, I agree what you're saying. But I think they get past that once. Uh, yeah, that's going to be natural for, for heat. Natural for camp. Um, I know how uh, my kids are with each other in the summertime. In fact, we try to schedule camps opposite weeks so they're not home at the same time. That might be just bad cop-out parenting, or that might be uh, the greatest idea ever. But um, sometimes they're at each other's throat, but when it comes down to it, they're united, they're family, and that's the way that I feel that the first dealers of 2019 are united in their family and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people, but I do have a request. Um, anybody that is ranking the Steelers during the 2019 season, um, you have my permission to go ahead and rank them at 32nd. Maurice Jones-Drew, please keep spouting your mouth off about how bad this team's going to be, how they're going to be 7-9, and nine, and how badly they screwed up the Antonio Brown situation. Um, guys, please keep doing that. In fact, I'm begging you to do that because we've talked about this all along. The Pittsburgh Steelers under Ben Roethlisberger, under Mike Tomlin, are a very good chip-on-the-shoulder team. And when they're mad and when they're feeling disrespected, they go out 
and beat you. And they beat you bad. And they beat you smart. And that's really what you want out of this team. So I think Kumbaya continues. I really think that this is going to be a special season. I'm not going to go ahead and uh, put another ring on the finger. I'm not going to Beyonce it right now, um, <laughs> which, you know, I was hoping that you would jump in and sing the chorus. Um, do, you, do you remember when uh, that song came out? I believe it was like 2006, 2007, and then in uh, 2008, somebody in Pittsburgh did a parody of, instead of single ladies, they did the Steeler ladies. And uh, something about putting another ring on it. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, remember uh, that. I can see that, though. Yeah, it, 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 was, it was out there. I bet you if you, uh, if you Google Steeler ladies song, um, <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would probably see that. Um, that's a... That's number one on the Yinzer hit parade, and and I from way back then. Um, and then Black and Yellow came along, and I still have issues with that song because it's black and gold, and it's not black and yellow. <laughs> with Khalifa, I appreciate it. I appreciate all you've done uh, with that song, but it's still black and gold. And I maybe I that's curmudgeon old man got off my lawn, Brian, coming out and saying that, but it's always gonna be black and gold um, for me and for a lot of us. So um, one of the few things that that I I am a stickler for is black and gold, and don't give me any of that black and yellow stuff. In fact, I think if you take a black and yellow sign into the stadium, it should be confiscated, like the WWE used to uh, confiscate fan, fans' uh, posters way back in the day. Um, <laughs> but with that being said, <laughs> the Kumbaya feeling is continuing in the offseason of BTSC as well. Um, and this is great. You know, if you look at BTSC and you look at the headlines, and I'm, I'm going to read a sample of the headlines, and this is what you want before training camp, okay? You don't want Will Le'Veon Bell show up. You don't want dissension. You don't want anything of that. You want, check out how the Steelers' 2019 rookie class is rated in Madden NFL 20. Um, you want Ryan Shazier believes Steelers will win both AFC North and Super Bowl in 2019. The first one was written by Jeff Hartman. The Shazier one was written by Simon Chester. You want this one. You want one that was done by Flip Fisher. And I got to tell you, Flip's profiles, if you haven't checked them out, his Pittsburgh Steelers 2019 player profiles are fantastic. Go ahead and check these out because they're giving you some insight on players that you don't know. And he's taken all these players, I mean, for, down all the way to 91 on, the, on their preseason roster. This one is about a local guy, Drayvon Askew Henry, who has a very good chance to not only make the team but be the BTSC Isaac Redman Award winner this year at safety. So he's one of those guys that, that could make it, and it's good profiles. If you look, I did an article statistically and historically, who are the Steelers' toughest teams to beat? Um, that's one that I was really proud of, and it looks at every single team. And then I did another one on who do they have the toughest time with, and they're all-time records. And I, uh, I don't know if you had a chance to see that one, Tony, but I went ahead and I said based on these records, they're all-time records, but 
taking away one for the fact that they're tied with the Patriots overall 16 and 16, but they've only won five out of the last 16 or so against them, that you need to go ahead and give that win to them. But if you look at it, they based on historical data against these teams, they could be 13-3 and – I mean, 13 – I'm sorry, twelve three and one. I can't remember my own uh, my own analysis now, but they could be twelve three and one. And uh, I got beat up in the comment section, which I always do because it's ridiculous. And I I wrote before I even put down that now the scenario is far fetched, but um, it very well could be that. But you know, some people read the beginning and the end and not the middle. So um, but with that being said, there's a lot of positive stuff on here. So Jeff went, Jeff Hartman, editor Jeff Hartman of Behind the Still Curtain, um, fantastic writing. He does something every Sunday, and I don't know if you had a chance to read this, but it's a letter from the editor. Did you see that this week, Tony? Yeah, I read that. Uh, he, he about how he got started and he sort of a question and answer thing, and, and a lot of people uh, wrote in and, and asked him questions and he answered them, and it was it was it was pretty cool to read. Yeah, it it really was, and it's really cool to see, not only, um, not only to see how the BTSC the BTSC machine works, and just to know that we're, we're humans behind here too, and it it gets us more in touch with the readers because if you're reading right now, and you're listening right now, you're you're more of a fan because you're you're a diehard in the off season too. Now doesn't take away anybody that, that uh, doesn't look at Steeler stuff in the off season. That doesn't say they're less of a fan. I'm just saying that you're definitely a diehard though. If, if you are reading now, but there was a particular comment and question asked to Jeff that I don't know if you got a chance to see, but it's something that definitely raised my eyebrows and, uh, it could have insulted me, and it could have insulted you, Tony, but kind of made me proud, um, if you know who the two of us are. And uh, you and I are wrestling fans from way back. And um, so I guess somebody needs to be the heel. And it looks like you and I are the Detroit Pistons of the 1980s for BTSC, um, because here's the question. Out of Anthony and Brian, who gives you the biggest headache? I mean, when they submit an article, articles in quotes, and you're sitting there bashing your head against the dinner table or wondering if you could keep another formal formal warning from SB Nation over content from your wife, who do you contemplate taking out a contract on? Seriously, (laughs) Brian just would spark you happy in the recent photo he posted, and Anthony, well, what exactly is he doing in this picture anyway? <laughs> they both seem way too shifty for my liking. Come on, Jeff. That's up. It'll do you, do you the world of good. <laughs> One of the greatest comments. That's, good. Gonna, I think... that's Norton wrote that. And did, right. did you not see that? I saw it, but I think he was, I think, I think so... he was being facetious. But if he wasn't, I don't yeah, I don't take it as an, I don't take it any offense to it. It's just, 
<laughs> it was just fantastic. And um, so Jeff, Jeff answered, and Jeff just wrote, Tony has more years at BPSC than I do, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, LOL. And I, <laughs> I had to jump in. Tony, I had to jump in because – so this is what I decided to jump in and say. And I do. I resent that equal comparison to Tony. Tony, we've been buddies for two years, but I resent that, that I'm being compared to you this way. And here's the reason why. And this is what I wrote, and I quote, I'm, more, I'm way more shifty than Tony six days a week and twice on Sundays. I'm also the biggest headache. That's why I was crowned the Ric Flair of BTSC years ago. And I know you're trying hard to take that Ric Flair title away from me, but uh, I'm telling you, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Woo! Well, I don't know. I wouldn't come anywhere near me at uh, at the barbershop because, <laughs> you know, I have a pretty wicked, uh, uh, pretty wicked kick, you know, so – I'll just be HBK. Yeah. I'll be HBK. Poor Marty Gennetti went through that window. Yeah, yeah. Great, just absolute great stuff. Um, Now, I actually took flattery from that because the the stuff that we write is sometimes satire, um, more edgier, looking for reactions. It's not clickbait, but it's looking for reactions. And I know uh, yeah. we've all had reactions. But you know what? If you get a reaction, that's a good thing, too. And um, there's some people that get our humor, and there's some people that think that we're, we're just – that uh, I think one guy wanted to fight you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But the thing about it is – and that's the thing. We're all Steeler family whether you agree what we write and we don't, we're all healer family and we're not going to agree on everything, but that's the best part of it. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, it goes back to the Kumbaya thing. And uh, I like the way I like the dynamic that is the 2019 Pittsburgh Steelers. I like the du- dynamic that is our BTSC community. And uh, with that being said, there's always got to be those two shifty guys and you and me are shifty. You and I are shifty, excuse me. But what picture is he talking about? What is this something that uh, I haven't he, seen? Well, I think he may have been talking about the, 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 the profile picture I used for a couple of years where my head was sideways, but it, that wasn't really that was because I'm I'm bad at uh technology. I couldn't get the I couldn't figure out how to get a picture straight. You know, but and but then again maybe talking about talking about the new picture that I posted a couple weeks ago. And if he's talking about that, I don't know what, what, what he means. Maybe, maybe I should have my hands in, where you can see him. I, I don't know. Uh, but uh, that, that's the picture. He's, he's talking about my profile picture. One of the two, I guess. Maybe you just need some glamour shots, Tony. I think that's what uh, you need to go ahead and get. Um, we'll, we'll have you in a feather boa. <laughs> Look at all uh, the tree okay. in this picture. I would. I'd love to be the heel. I, I love playing the heel. It's great. Way more fun than the baby face. <laughs> All, it, it always is. Um, but you know, leads me to a, a serious question. Um, we got to see how Jeff got started. 
we've talked a long time about how I've, we always talk about how I got started, how I met Jeff on the playground with our kids. And uh, we got to talking and, and I ended up on the site six uh, days later and the rest is history. After I almost quit a couple of times in the first six weeks because of my, my third article being a Michael Vick article that the Steelers might consider signing him. And uh, then I got threats. And then another series I had, people were just basically calling me the biggest idiot of all time. And I almost quit. And just like, you got to, hey, you get, this is one of those things. You just earn, you earn your respect here and you'll get it. And I noticed things shifted. And um, I do have a lot of respect from the, uh, the commenters. And, uh, and, and I don't feel disrespected at all. Um, the only thing I'll say is sometimes people will write, well, that's a stupid article. Why do you write that? And uh, most of those are Facebook. But Facebook's oh, a whole yeah. different animal. The Facebook comments <laughs> are, are uh, yeah, they, they they really don't belong to the the community of BTSC. So, um, but with that being said, how did you get started, Tony, here at BTSC? Well, actually, I was um I had my own own little blog going at the time, and I was writing some article. I forget what it was. It was about like my favorite moments. Actually, I know what it was. It was my favorite my favorite. Steelers history that did were in years that they, they didn't win this uh, title, like you know whether it be the Steelers, Pirates, or whatever. And I was doing research and I found some articles on Behind Steel Curtain, and I started commenting. And then soon I started writing fan posts. This is back in 10, by the way. I'm rambling, but it was back in 2010, and I wrote fan posts that entire season, and it was a lot of fun. It was like a tremendous amount of fun to actually be able to write even even though they were just fan posts and get react get comments and you know and interact with a bunch of different Steeler fans from around the world and then after Super Bowl 45 that that loss to the Packers about a week later Michael um, he wrote me a long email asking me if I would be interested in writing on the uh, front page and uh, and I did and in eight years, since 2011, I've been writing uh, on the main page for that long. I, this is my Jeff's my third editor. It was it was Michael Bean, then it was Neil Kulong for a few years, and then Jeff. And you know they've all done a great job, and they, it made me a better writer, and and it made me love. Um, it was like a dream come true writing writing about the Steelers and writing in general because I've, I've loved both of them have been a passion of mine my entire life. So. So uh, it's been nine years altogether with BTSC and eight years on the main page. Well, I've heard a lot of great things about uh, Neil. I've heard a lot of great things about Michael. Um, Jeff's the only editor that I've worked worked with here, and I'd probably walk through traffic if he asked me to. Um, that's how much I trust Jeff as a just a great editor. He does change my headlines all the time, but he changes everybody's headlines, and he actually put that in this article. But um, right. in the comment section, <laughs> but I, he's fantastic, and it's amazing to see um, where BTSC has grown throughout the years. And uh, gosh, I mean, we're seeing about thirty-five thousand readers a day, and uh, we are as far as uh, our platform of podcasts um, through all of SB Nation. Um, it fluctuates, but we, at one point in June 
one point we were number five overall, if I'm allowed to even say that. If not, um, we'll cut that. But uh, um, and that's not just uh, that's just not the NFL. That's in all sports. And uh, wow. you know, SB Nation has a lot of things to cover. So uh, we take we have fun doing this. We take it seriously and we enjoy it. And it's all because of you out there. Not you, Tony, but um, you're a big part of it. But it's all because of the people that listen, and we thank them for everything that they do for us. So uh, with that being said, I'm about to sign off in a couple minutes, but I want to talk about, I mean, I, I feel like I'm talking about all articles that I do. So um, I want to mention one of my articles, and Tony, I want to mention one that you do, but thought we'd have fun with this. Um, I wrote an article that came out today, and it's your choice. All 32 NFL teams, you have to choose either a throwback for them it could be any throwback, any color rush uniform, or one that they just stay the same. And uh, so if you can think of any teams, and let's keep the Steelers out of it. We'll do the Steelers last. But if any team that you think their throwback is the best jersey and would be their best option to, to uh, go full-time to, which throwback would that be? And I know I'm putting you in the spot. Oh no, no! I, I I love this. I love. I I have a few, but if if I could pick one, it would it would definitely be the Buccaneers. I wish it would go back to their old one from the '70s and '80s. I just love I love the '70s look for most of these teams. You know, I just love it. So I wish the Buccaneers would go back to the old look with Doug Williams when he was a quarterback, and you know they were going they were 0 26 all all those years. That was just a great look, and it was a really popular jersey when I was a kid. The, the team was just awful. And and they're always linked to those jerseys, those bad teams. But to me, that was that was just a great great look, and I I, I wish it would come back. The Greensicles, but you realize that team went nine and seven, and somehow ended up in the NFC Championship game and lost nine to nothing to the Los Angeles Rams. And if they had won that game, they would have played Super Bowl fourteen against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I remember that. And, and the Rams, the Rams were nine and seven too that year. They were the first nine and seven team to make it ever. Yeah, they had two nine and seven teams yeah. going at it in the Super Bowl. It was, it was right. in, the, in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, for for my, I love the the Creamsicles or Dreamsicles or whatever you call them. But for my taste, hate the team. But I'd probably hate them less if the New England Patriots wore the red jerseys with a white helmet with Pat Patriot hiking the ball. I think those are just absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I actually mentioned that to a, a friend of mine uh, last week. Uh, he, he's a big Patriots fan, by the way. He moved here from Boston last year and he, he agreed. He said, yeah, I wish I really love those uniforms. So, so yeah, I, I think you have, at least, you have at least one Patriots fan out there that, that agrees with you. It's a really, it was really a great look. Let's go to Color Rush, Tony. Of all the Color Rush, and once again, you're on the spot here, so you take your time. Um, what do you think is the best? What do you think a team would go to and look look great in? That's a good good question. I, I, I like the uh, I like the Chargers ones that they had. It was all white. I think I, I like that. And I like I like the Panthers too. I think I think they there's real and it's on, of course the Panthers. They're they're Color rush looks almost like their their uh, 
they're road uniforms anyway, so it's hard to distinguish the two. But I, I like those two a lot. So that's I, I like the Chargers old school uniform. But if, as far as color rush, I like I like theirs a lot too. So some of the other ones like the well, Ravens um, and, and and I don't like that one. I don't like theirs a whole lot. I, actually, I, I didn't mind the Ravens ones, the, the purple, because I hate their look now. I, I like their black look, but uh, when they're wearing solid black, but I I didn't mind the color rush Ravens. Um, I'm going to shock a lot of people, and people, this is where people will disagree with me completely. I like the Jaguars all all mustard or whatever that gold was all the way down with the mm-hmm. black helmet. I just thought those were great. But I'm a big fan of the uh, Broncos helmets of the 70s and 80s. And the smoking yeah. fucking Bronco in the D. Um, the uniforms, the all orange, they're okay, but that helmet, because their helmet right now is crap. And I love that helmet, and I wish they'd go back. But this is what's really going to shock you. I hate the Cincinnati Bengals jerseys. I've hated them since 1982, 1981 when they came out. But their color rush were all white with black tiger stripes down the uh, sleeves and the legs and with the orange and black helmet they look really cool and I, I'm probably in the minority on that one but I really like those color rush but I I have just a different taste than everybody else um, I hate the Giants uniforms now um, the Giants went back to their all white look but the red and blue stripes and the red and blue cuffs and they they looked like they did back in the Phil Sims days or the early 80s. They wore the Giants helmet, but even if they just wore the NY helmet, those those are just a fantastic look. I would wear those full time as well. And if you go classic, and I'm going to go first on classic. Classic jerseys for me, I'm probably going to go with, of all teams, the Oakland Raiders, silver and black. That's a good choice. Uh, and I, I, once again, I'm going to join you in being shifty because I'm going to pick a team that everybody hates. But I, I loved them growing up, but they were in, the, uh, in another conference, so it's it's easier to love them. That's the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys uniforms from the 70s, 80s should ever be changed. It's just a great jersey, and, and, and it's just a great look. So I, I love that one. It's the, they should always look like they're that. They're the Yankees when it comes to that. Yes. Right. They're definitely the Yankees. And, you know, you don't have to – I hate them. But I, I wrote that those are the uniforms that they should never go away from. The Raiders should never go away from their uniforms. The Packers never go away from theirs. Um, I put the Chargers in that because the Chargers are going to powder blue um, officially. But my favorite Chargers um, – I didn't put this in the article because I, I kept them in this column – but my favorite Chargers is the Dan Fouts of the late 70s, early 80s, with the blue and the very bright gold and the white around the helmets. Um, the, right, the white around the logo, excuse me, those were sharp too. Um, but I love I can talk about uniforms all day long. I can do an entire uniform show for, I mean, like every week out of the year because that's, uh, that's the kind of stuff I enjoy. But uh, with that being said, um, that was a fun one to write, and it's great because the commenters are – they're listing all 32 teams and what their preferences are, and it's great, and I, I'm really having fun with it. Um, so that's kind of the fun stuff we could do in the off season too. And you don't want to be doing this in the middle of uh, 
November when things are heating up or anywhere in the season. But this is fun to talk about now. What do you have going on on the site, Tony? Well, I wrote something over the weekend about the 90s Steelers and how, how they sort of happened to me as a sports fan, as a Pittsburgh sports fan, because I grew up in the 80s like you, and our sports teams were kind of blah in those days or worse. So, like, we were just another – our teams were just other – you know, we weren't the city of champions in the 80s. We were just another team. And uh, in the 90s when Bill Cowher came on and, and just made them legitimate winners almost right away, that was just a great time. So I wrote, I wrote about that on Saturday. And then uh, just today before I came on the air, I still have to go back and look at it again make sure everything's uh, spelled right so I don't get uh, crap for that. But I wrote about my favorite win of last year, which was a win over the Bengals in, in Paul Brown Stadium. I really loved that win. And Antonio Brown was the hero. So it was just a really great day. And, and uh, so that's what I have going on right now. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Is that there were some great moments in 2018. It's a shame that everything went down the way it did and the season ended the way it did. Um, but, yeah, there were some fun, fun moments, like that game you're talking about in Paul Brown Stadium, um, the one in Jacksonville, the way that game ended. Uh, there, there's so many cool moments. Um, and getting back to the title of the show, Can Kumbaya Continue? Well, if you can – at those great moments that happened last year. And, of course, Antonio Brown's not going to be a part of it, but you get those great moments, and you combine them with a positive attitude and, uh, and a sense of community and a sense of team. Great things can happen. Remember, when you have a chip on your shoulder, but it's, it's not against your teammates, but it's with your teammates, and you share that chip against the world, great things sometimes happen. And you hear that quote all the time. I can just hear Ben right now in January saying, well, no one believed in us, and here we are. And that's what I'm really hoping for. And that's why I'm hoping Kumbaya continues, and I really think it's going to be. Um, even though we're the bad guys, Tony, I'm glad to be a part of this community. And uh, we could be the heels. We need, to just, we need to come up with a good tag team name, and, uh, and we've got to start doing more heel things. Or maybe uh, maybe we get two more guys, and uh, or two more writers. So there'll be guys, two more writers, and we just become the four horsemen of BTFC. Um, I am calling Ric Flair because once again, woo! I am the Ric Flair of BTFC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so well. Um, well, we'll we'll have to come up with something. Maybe, maybe that'll be a, a thing for the. Uh, the listeners and the commenters to come up with our uh, come up with our uh, tag team name as uh, BTSC Heels, um, or we could just call ourselves the Bad Boys, like the uh, the Detroit Pistons, and we'll just uh, we'll just change our theme song instead of Renegade. We'll just have a little inner circle going on. Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do when Tony and Brian write about you? <laughs> Okay, right. <laughs> we gotta stop with that. We're we're losing. People are dropping out like crazy. So with that being said, Tony, thank you as always. Oh, uh, thank you, Brian. It was a it was a fun show, and uh, uh, for future reference, I wouldn't mind being Art Anderson. So we, we, we'll have to work on we'll that. We'll be enforcer. 
Yeah, Tony, you've got you've got enforcer in you. I mean, that's that's good. I like that. You can be the enforcer. So, uh, well, I mean, and those were the main guys. Those were the ones that uh, stayed in there the longest. So we'll have to think about that. We've got uh, I I'm the nature boy. You're the enforcer, and we need to get two more to fill out our horsemen at BPSC. Um, maybe we could uh, turn Dave Schofield to the dark side. Um, we'll have to work on that. Um, but with that being said, for Tony Depio, for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. We thank you for hanging out with us. And my friends, you just got hung over. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply